Hello, my name's Patrick. This program is a proud queen. member of Univice. Unified. And so are you! <laughs> Learn more at univicepods.net. episode 229 and tonight the countdown to halloween potathon marches on with blind insanity not knowing where we're going not knowing when we're going to get there actually we do we're going to get there on halloween but you know what we're talking about anyway we are raising funds for new alternatives helping get homeless lgbt teenagers off the street and to do that we're talking about the bye bye man oh god into each life, a little rain must fall, and I suppose into each movie marathon, you gotta have a great big stinker, and oh boy, is this one. And fortunately, I picked the two best people. If you're gonna have to talk about a stinker, talk about it with Stacy and Cindy from Creepy Kitsch. Yeah, they're back again already, and oh boy, I did. I need them. And you know, this movie's so bad that I am getting out of town. Yeah, I'm going up to Camp Crystal Lake to go to, tour the uh, site where they filmed the movie, so I'm really not here right now. Nope, nope, nope. So you're getting a no-frills episode today, so I won't be rambling on about how sad it is to be homeless, blah, blah, blah. But don't don't you think for a second that since the cat's away, you mice are going to get to play. Because I do expect you, if you have not done so already, to go to fundraise.newalternativesnyc.org slash sq and make a donation of at least $21. Okay, 21 shows in 21 days, $21 minimum. Okay, I mean, you can, you can donate less than that if you want to, or I mean, if, you, if, you have, if you have to, if that's all you got. Okay, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick you out there's because you know, you don't have enough, but you know, try make this one hurt a little bit, just a little bit. Okay, so. I have to get going. I have to get on the road to Camp Crystal Lake, and I'll be back tomorrow. Because really, what could possibly go wrong? Because, you know, Mrs. Worries is dead, and Jason's just a legend, right? Of course, right. So enjoy the show. Do not watch that movie, and have fun with the ladies of Creepy Kitsch. I'll see you on the other side. He's real. If you say his name... Or even think it. He'll come for you. Don't say it, don't think it. What happened? You're gonna tell me you know that? Please don't make me say it. Don't say it, don't think it. If I tell you about him, you and your kids, you're all dead. Well, house off campus with John Henry and a live-in girlfriend. Should we do it? <laughs> yeah. You ready for this? What the hell is that? What is it? There's something happening. He's found us. Who? 
say it. The bye-bye man. And the more you think about him, the closer he gets. He's trying to get inside of us. Jesus. He makes us see things. Like a virus. Don't say it! Don't think it! It could spread everywhere. I'm not gonna let it happen. Please! Don't say it! Don't think it! We have to help them! No, no, it's a trick! This year's Halloween marathon, I've really been trying to step up my game, trying to bring you great movies with great guests and pairing them. But, you know, sometimes you just got to go to the trash bin. And while the movie we picked, or I should say the movie that I've inflicted on my guests today, does belong in the trash bin, oh no, these ladies do not, even though their minds are in the gutter. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I introduce to you Stacey and from Creepy Kitch! Hi, Patrick! Welcome back! We are so happy to be back. Oh, boy. <laughs> it seems like you were just here are yesterday. Your dreams, are your dreams your ticket back? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for going down. <laughs> All your back, dreams Connor. have come true. The, the, <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, Gabe Kaplan. Gabe Kaplan is here as well. Yay. Yay. He's just going to be really quiet sitting in the corner because we kind of have him tied up. I'm sorry. The corner is already taken because we are also joined today by the divine Miss Smoochie. Parenthesis. I should say Smoochie. Apostrophe. Boom, boom. Apostrophe. (laughs) (laughs) I just got a bunch of dumb animals around me who do stupid shit. Smoochie. Apostrophe. Hyphen. Boom. Apostrophe. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Your name has got too much punctuation in it, Miss Kitty. There's all just a lot of uh, passed out cats in my room. That's really all I got. So, okay. so I knew, for those... I knew a blogger whose cat's name was Faster Pussycat, comma Kill Kill exclamation mark. That's brilliant, actually. I enjoy mm-hmm. that. I agree. I when I was at the love vet, that. I was at the vet with her yesterday. Was it yesterday? Whatever. Whatever it was this week, and I met a dog whose name was Obark Obama. <laughs> that's genius. <laughs> that is friggin' genius. I love that. Uh huh. It did help that his owner was hot too. So I'm like, that's really clever. You're really clever. <laughs> You're so smart. You're so smart. Hey, what are you doing later? Huh? Because my dog, my cat is handsome. bigger than your my cat is bigger than your dogs. Probably. <laughs> Probably. My grandniece was over, and rode Smoochie like a horse, and it was okay. <laughs> Which is like, right on, bitch. Mm, that's impressive. She's like, quit pulling on the rain, whore. <laughs> yeah, Leah, give it to me bareback. <laughs> Imagine just Smoochie just kind of like, well, this is happening. Do you realize Do you realize <laughs> that I just brought us back to baby orgies? Oh, great. Oh, yeah. oh we're back on this again. <laughs> we're going to get 
flagged. Our pod, this podcast is going to get flagged. And, the Scream yeah. Queens Horror Podcast does not <laughs> induce orgies involving babies or any kind of sexual activity. Thank you. Yeah. I cannot say Yeah, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, we don't, yeah, nobody it, wants that. My <laughs> niece did not put a saddle on my cat. Thank you. That's all I'm trying to say. So for those of you who are not familiar with the Creepy Kitsch podcast, ladies, could you explain what goes on over there? I mean, can, oh God. can anybody explain what goes on? I don't on think on? anyone can explain it, to be perfectly I don't honest. I can't either. It's Our pretty much it's supposed to be a movie review, but really it's just us cussing and being gross. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's literally like two and a half hours of us talking about our days and how pissed off we are, and then we discuss horror films. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. about it. And and they and we throw the word fuck liberally around, and uh, there is talk of menstruation. Yeah. <laughs> that's really about it. That's something that doesn't happen on this show very often. I don't know why. I'm actually kind of shocked it doesn't. Uh, why? I mean, Why? I mean, I mean, we can come on the show and talk about menstruation well, if you really want us to. I have nothing to add. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm on my period right now. I, I don't do have that. it. Nobody close to me has them, you know, so. We could do we menstruation Mondays. All, all of my friends are gay men and very hard. old women. <laughs> if you could try hard, I'm sure you could get a period. Yeah. Right, it's 2018. I can, it. I can menstruate if I want to. It's called menstruate <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, but, uh, but do you want to? Do you? Do you? No, no, I really don't. I really nobody don't. really does. Even I don't want to be taxed. You, you really attacked. Don't. I don't want to have my my you know medically required items taxed as a luxury item. I don't need that. No, and that's no, that, nobody likes this. That's some sort of bullshit. <laughs> and if it's anyone for bullshit is what that yeah. is. Because I, I yeah. don't even suffer from the problem, and I can tell you, those are not a luxury item. Those are a necessity. <laughs> no. Oh, they are a necessity. Oh, God. <laughs> and when you are lacking that necessity, it's kind of a tragedy. No, and the fact <laughs> yeah. that other people around you are using them when they need them, and you don't have to deal with what would be happening if they didn't have them, that, mm-hmm. my friend, is a luxury. I'm just going to say, did you ever sure. see The Shining? You know, that, the, elevator the elevator scene? scene. And that's what happens every time I cough. Yeah, or sneeze, or laugh too hard. Yeah, I hope definitely Mike, laugh yeah. too hard. <laughs> I hope Mike. Well, if Mike from Cadaver Lab was listening, he's not now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. That's okay. He's kind of quit us after that big long um, episode we did on menstruation. Because so. <laughs> with these I ladies, when they say a big long episode, that could literally be like nine hours long. <laughs> well, yeah, That's true. Yet you keep Editing listening. Is, uh... <laughs> Editing is, is more of a formality than a requirement yeah. on our podcast. Th- thank um, God for Lou, who just makes us sound a little okay, more professional you. than we are. But still, Lou, he, he doesn't let human. He doesn't edit for content because yeah. he's like, it's all golden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, you can throw professionality right out the window because the movie that we are talking about <laughs> is the fucking Bye Bye nice Man. Oh God, that movie! I, I, this is my double. <laughs> this is a double header day for me because, not just for my dildos, but because shut up, shut up. Hello, hello. I use both ends at once. Um, <laughs> me too. I, yoga. One in <laughs> so, anyway. the butt, one in the nose. We talked about this already. There you go. I was gonna say. <laughs> 
Okay, if you don't get that joke, you are clearly not a patron <laughs> because they're getting that content as a bonus. That, but, that definitely should go on the bonus content. Oh, it's definitely going on the bonus sure. content. No, I'm saving all the guest stuff that's from pre and after. And, and oh my god! Stuff and giving that to my patrons because there's some gold happening there. But I just had the guys from Friday the Thirteenth on, and they're fabulous. Nice. If you're not listening to their show, highly recommend it. I've plugged I, them enough. I had not heard of them, but I'll definitely check. Me neither. I'll put them on my list. I've plugged them enough, and also their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you are anyway. Hold Did on. you plug them enough? Is anybody ever plugged? No, enough, enough for me. I'm like I'm done. <laughs> Done. I'm tired. I need a Gatorade and a tap out, you know? Thank you. Like, <laughs> you need to Twizzler and a nap. Thank you. Yes. Twizzler and a nap. I had, oh, oh, oh and, we were, and we were talking about um, End of the Line. I love that movie. Exactly. I actually really love that. Canadian one? That, yeah. yeah. That is a high quality yeah, movie. movie. And now we're going all the way to the end of the other end of the spectrum so hard and so fast <laughs> that I think I, I got the bends. I think the best part about when every time we guest host on anyone, which is mostly just you, but anytime we do, it's like, let's watch the shittiest thing we could possibly find. It's like, that's what people think of the minute lit. they go, creepy kid, shitty movie, oh, let's do I that. Mean, well, yes, <laughs> yes and no. Yes, well, actually, I did have you ladies set up for a different movie, but I, it was, it's a first-time guest. It's Don from Beyond the Box at Podcast, and he's very nice, and he's very British. <laughs> And I said, I can't do this to him. <laughs> okay. Because otherwise suppose. you guys could have been watching Teenagers from Outer Space, which is a terrible movie, but it's brilliant uh, if you yes, watch it, it the right way. I uh, know, but it's a fun movie. Uh, when you watch it <laughs> as, as closeted homosexuals from Outer Space. But that's an upcoming episode, folks, or maybe it already happened. I don't know. It's September. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording way in advance. Yay. They're breaking the illusion. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> if you are the guest, it is your job to give me a 30-second elevator speech thought summary of the bye bye man. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All I can yeah, say is this it. movie, she'll do it better than I will, but I'm just saying this movie really, really wanted to be sinister so bad. It literally is just sinister with teenagers. That's it. That's like the whole fucking movie. Oh, yeah. that makes it yeah. sound better than it is. Please go, Stacey. But no, it's like a shitty Shut up, I just said go, Stacey. You can go to hell. I'm going to talk. You told me to talk. Anyway, go ahead, Stacey. <laughs> I was going to say, wanted to be sinister, couldn't land it, fade down a ways, enormous upper lip. Plot. Oh, yeah. Plot. That's so a there isn't any. All right, so... There's no plot. There was no plot. There I'm is so, a plot. There really. is a plot. They dance around some good concepts and never go there, but we're not there yet. Yeah, yeah, they actually do. A trio yeah. of... Basically... Okay, go. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, basically three kids... Redeem, redeem, sort of redeem ourselves. House. Three kids move... Or three college students move into a sort of haunted house. Uh, weird shit starts happening. Is it in their head? Is it actually happening? Spoiler alert, it's actually happening. Uh -huh. And it's all being caused by the supernatural figure of the bye-bye man who just by right. knowing his name will haunt you. Couldn't right. he pick a better name? I don't think <laughs> – well, who knows, Cindy, because well, we get no fucking backstory on this monster no, we at don't. all. No, we don't at all. Did you, guys, did you guys read up on this at all? I did. Please I didn't. I just watched it raw. So. It, is, it is supposedly based on a true story, really? and I'm going to let Stacy take this. We're talking at the same time. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, 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 I'm you in, Stacey. Thank you. 
It's supposedly based on a true story. It's an urban legend that is much scarier than anything that they delivered in the film. Stacy, go. For sure. So basically, the story is supposed to be it was a a blind albino in Louisiana in 1912. My God, was murdered or something like that. Tormented. He he. Okay, yeah, tormented. He ended up on the riding trains around the country. And then he would steal the eyes and the tongues of his victims and stitch them together to make a literal seeing eye dog. What he had the shit? Bag of gore. That's what that, that the hound was supposed to be. And then he's got the bag of gore, which is where he keeps like the remains of his victims. And he just rides this train, like like a hobo kind of thing, like riding the rails. Mm-hmm. And and basically takes the train to whoever is thinking about him, basically. And Why didn't we get that movie? That, well, <laughs> the, the weird part is that three people who are still alive apparently had some kind of weird fucking interaction with this. Yeah, with and, a Ouija board. It was, it was all via, yeah, it was all via a Ouija board. Like, it was real fucking strange. Yeah, uh, they, they tried honestly, contacting him, oh, yeah, contacting him through the uh, Ouija board, and then they had right. all these weird contacts that they could not explain, these weird events that happened until I think they redid the Ouija board and sent it back, but nobody died. Yeah, something like that. So no, no deaths then, can like, be attributed like, to weird near misses and strange dreams and there's a serial killer that, that's possibly that could be the basis for the bye bye man, but no real right. evidence. But yeah. that's a much better movie. God, that would have been for an sure. amazing movie. And but, but this is what we got. <laughs> and the thing is the thing, uh, what bugged me is that they introduced the bye bye man fine and his signature things which are trains coins and this dog and then they don't explain anything about why he has a dog I, what the coins right. are about or what the train is about That's i never would have gotten any of that until you just told me mm-hmm. of what that little urban legend no, was because i was like just, what the fuck with the train like why fucking lazy and the fact that this movie is an hour and 41 minutes and you didn't have the time there was right. so much set up at the beginning of that movie with the teenagers and everything, that they could have cut half that because I could have given a fuck. Well, they, any well, of those the thing characters. is, too, is that right, those three sure. characters kept repeating the basic plot over and over and over again. Right. Like, we get it. Don't think it, don't say it. It's in the fucking trailer. I mean, it's in the headline of the movie. We get it. Don't think it, don't say it. If you think about it, they introduced all this weird shit that wasn't necessary to, like, what the hell was up with the subplot of the girlfriend being sick? literally nothing yeah we never know what happened they were just like you're sick because of him uh what or 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 it's winter in wisconsin that too and they're in a drafty fucking house yeah i it's just like and it it, it, i had so many and like where the fuck did that house even come from like that house wasn't really related to anyone in that that wasn't the house the reporter was living in in the flashback i can say that much no, wasn't when they it? First introduced wasn't it, it though? No, when, no, no it wasn't. Because that was a ranch. It. it was the furniture. It was the haunted right, evil furniture. It was the haunted evil occasional <laughs> furniture. <laughs> God, now I hate this movie <laughs> even more. That's right. We'll come back to that. And <laughs> there's all. There are some great people in this cast. 
There actually were some good actors in it. You've got legend, like film legend, Faye yeah, Dunaway. You've got Carrie Ann Moss. You've got Lee Whannell, who, well, who's not really known for being an actor, but he, when he shows up, he's great. You know, from the Saw movies. And, yeah, he was, and, and, he was and, yeah. really good. He was great. And the intro for the movie sets up a great movie that you don't get. Yeah, I actually thought the introduction of the film, that whole like flashback scene, I was like, ooh. Well, maybe this isn't going to be bad. Oh, no, I was wrong. It's like it literally. Honestly, that opening section was really, like, it was heartrending as well as terrifying because, you know, if you go into this blind, you don't know what the hell's going on. It's just this dude with a a rifle murdering people that he knows. But, like, there's the scene where he, like, leans up against the wall after he shoots the the first woman and is, like, crying. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you, you totally felt it. And it was beautifully shot, too. I mean, that was a really cool moment. It was a beautifully shot scene. And also, when he chases... Okay, what's going on in this opening scene? Explain it for people who haven't seen the movie, and hopefully will never see the movie. Right. <laughs> so it's set okay. in the 70s. And for, you do it. For some reason, they have a... It, it's set in the 70s, and for some reason, they have a song by the Cramps covered by somebody else. Psychotic reaction. Subtle. Don't get and me started. We're going to get back to that. Right. <laughs> So Lee Whannell's character is, what was his name, Ronald? Or was that his last name? I think his name was Ron. It was Redman. Some- Redman. Or Redman. something Redman. Redman. Because it was racist. Yeah. Larry, <laughs> Larry Redman. Larry Redman. That's Larry. what it was. And so he just seems like your basic 70s pencil-pushing schlub. Pulls up to this house. Uh begins frantically banging on the door calling somebody's name she comes to the door and he he says did you tell anybody else the name Mm -hmm. and she's like well yeah i just told so and so and he thought it was really funny and so he immediately like you can see like he's like hold my beer hold on hold my beer (laughs) 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 oh wait a minute oh hell all right hold on for one second hold that thought stacy and Sydney, just hold on for one second we're holding I'm holding my tits. Um, I'm holding your tits too, actually. <laughs> you should. They're big. And they are, and I love sure. them. They're, they're wonderful. I get to hold your tits in another month. I'm actually quite excited. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> this is going to be I'm the best October ever. My tits. It's going to be I'm awesome. Gonna get like a, okay, I'm back. Get like I'm, a back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm so sorry. You and Ace, each holding each other's tits. Yeah, we were holding each other's tits while you were gone. There's no oh. thanks to Patreon. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's go. nice. That's nice. I'm sorry. I just realized that I, I had made a purchase before this because there is no way I'm getting through the discussion of this movie without drinking. <laughs> God, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> right. Who thought this was a good idea doing this sober? Clearly okay. it was me. What I was going to say, what, what gonna say, the thing is when, when he, he kills the two people in the first house, there are some neighbors who come out to look, and he knows them too. And I think he figured mm-hmm. out that he. Oh yeah, the the, the second he shot the, the guy. The one Giselle or Gazelle or whatever the hell her name right. is. He shoots the woman who like the door, who said she told her husband. He busts into the house and he shoots the husband who's in a wheelchair. By the way, that yes, was actually a really cool moment. It was that was gruesome moment. I got to give that moment credit because you I was like. Yeah. Why is he on the floor? Oh, no. He's in a fucking wheelchair. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. like, and well, the and thing I thought about that, this. There was, a, there was a great no. shot before that where when he shoots, I think Mary was her name, the, the first woman in uh-huh. Cancer. Yeah. You, I saw something in the window like jerk, and I couldn't figure out what the hell it was. And it wasn't until he goes inside and is after the husband that you realize the husband was in a wheelchair in the front window and saw the whole thing. Yeah. 
and yeah. that's why he ended up on the floor. He yeah. threw himself trying to get away from it. And I, like, that was a great subtle little moment. And it was all done with the like one shot steady cam thing, which I thought was really yeah. amazing. Like right. it was all one shot and I was, and it was really suspenseful. Like, why didn't we have the whole movie just be that? Hold that thought. Like, that's what I couldn't get. Because we can't have nice things. We genuinely well, cannot have nice much. things. But Touché. <laughs> but I noted in this scene when just when the guy when you see the guy crawling guy crawling across the floor, I'm like, well, this is gonna happen in front of the couch, which is conveniently covered in plastic because it's nineteen sixty-nine. So <laughs> it'll be <laughs> I actually had the exact same thought too. I'm like, well, at least the couch won't get stained. <laughs> but he says he told so, he says he told Giselle and Giselle has heard all his ruckus and is outside with her daughter and he chases them back to her house and he, he kills them. Actually, you find this, this actually happens later because you just see him go in the house and you hear gunshots. Right. But later on, yeah. he shoots one, he shoots the other and then when he leans up against the wall, there's a happy birthday banner hanging on the wall. Yeah. It was somebody's yeah. birthday party that day, which is just terrible. I know. It was just a beautifully set up moment. Like, I wish that whole movie was just that whole story of that of that crazy weird shit happening with the reporter and the neighbors right. and all that. I found that it was kind of the same when I had to watch that fucking horrible movie, um, The Unborn, where it was like all the backstory was ten times more interesting than what we were actually witnessing. That movie and I, that movie is unintentionally hilarious. I hated it. When oh, I yeah. But when I rewatched it, I was on the floor laughing. I'm like, this movie is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But we're not talking about that movie. No, but it is pretty funny. I will say But yeah, I mean, it was, was it was a damn movie? shame. Hi, baby. Hi, the baby. White Panties movie. Yes, that's, that's exactly what that is. Oh, my God. And she had no ass. Her ass was so small and so tight. It looked like needle nose pliers poking through. <laughs> Like when she walked, I just expected to be like, kick, 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 kick. <laughs> starting a fire is, with the friction of her butt cheeks rubbing together. That is probably the best description no, of that no, woman's ass I have no ever cheek, heard. There were no cheeks to rub together. It was like bone. It was bone poking through <laughs> <Right>. that. <thing. laughs> you just hear the grind of those butt cheeks. So we have, we have this fabulous opening scene, and then the rest of the movie happens. And I've got one thing to say to the woman who directed this because yes it's got a female director yeah i did notice that name stacy name stacy i even spelled it right stacy stacy not you stacy stacy director stacy if doug jones can't make your monster scary make a rom-com Wait, that was Doug Jones? That was Doug Jones. Yes. And I'm not God damn it! Now I hate this movie even more! I'm not, I'm not saying that because you're a woman, but clearly you're not meant to be working in horror. If Ugh, that's that that makes me even more mad! The thing that pisses me off is if they had done Doug Jones, like if they had mixed it with the CGI to like the scene where the cloak on the wall starts moving, right? And the hand pops out. If they mm -hmm. had just used the CGI on that... Oh, you mean the hooded cloak that Doug every... Jones, the, oh, yeah, the, the floor-like hooded robe that every college world, college student has. For sure. I mean, what the hell? Keep your cult robe somewhere. <laughs> so uh, maybe maybe they're trying to get into skull and bones. I don't know. But so it just it's like if they had just put him in some fucking prosthetics and let him be weird and creepy and Doug Jonesy. Honestly, I think it would have elevated this movie exponentially. No, I like, agree. They, it's like we got the name, we got Doug Jones, and then they didn't know what to do with him because what he's known for is his physicality. I mean, the man's yeah, alive. Right. He knows what. That's to why do I didn't even realize that was Doug Jones because all he did was stand there, and, and I was point. like, "That's it." Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That was it. That was it. And his makeup was nothing. It was just gray. Nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that fucking CGI hellhound. Oh my god! I, I honestly what year that is it? Man was was entirely a CGI construction. Like I didn't even know it was Seth Jones until after the movie. I agree. I I totally thought it was all CGI too because I was like I got more the more they showed of the Bye Bye Man like physically the more angry I got. I was just like why why yeah, just don't even show him do a pull a Baba Duck and don't even fucking show it just uh-huh. like, it was just, why it was fucking general snooks that's all it was yeah it, yeah. Was, it was party city last minute halloween costume oh totally and it was like not even mm-hmm. like it, it's when i say it wanted to be sinister it re- this movie really wanted to be sinister uh-huh. it just and sinister did it right it was the thing and yeah it had its and, problems but it, it when it delivered it delivered hard it delivered it was a oh, scary sure. fucking movie i i actually was really impressed with it but it was it when with the bye bye man that you can tell that they were like well sinister was really good and it's all about you know that thing getting in your head so we'll do it but we'll put like blackjack and hookers in it you know that's what it felt like it felt like they were trying yeah. to glam up Sinister by putting younger right. people in it and, you know, making it a little like sexier. For the, for and the, put, the teenage crowd. Exactly. And uh-huh. it, it was clearly that whoever was, like, writing that movie had absolutely no, like, no touch with the young group. Like, they no. were just like, well, that's what kids look like, I guess. Oh, this <laughs> is what they do. They play baseball for 15 They years. play baseball oh, outside. Okay, <laughs> we're not there. All right, I'm, but going just for one second, going on to that college party, who invites a nine-year-old to a fucking college kegger? That was what I went <laughs> Nothing you like more at a college party than a fucking toddler roaming around, right? Oh, uh-huh. like, why? Why the fuck would you do that? Like, you I would never do that. That you is irresponsible parenting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah, that was a big issue for me. Busting in on some weird college sex. Oh my god! I'm like that pissed me off. I was all like, and 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 she was there with his with her dad, which was even more infuriating. And her mom. Yeah. Like who thought that would be a good idea? Like, did the parents just be like, "Well, let's take it to our um, our uh, her uncle's raging college kegger. It'll be fine. She'll be fine. Because she got an education. Oh my god! This is how much hope. This is how. Oh, sorry, Stacy, uh, you go. I just wanted to say, Brother Virgil. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God, Brother Virgil was hot. He was. He's great. I he doesn't went to bed for eating nacho fries. Oh, I wish damn. I, I wish he was I hot. Saw, I wish I saw the IMDb up because he works all the time and he works a lot in genre and he just he does a lot of great yeah, stuff. So he, he was on an episode of. He was like really great on an episode of Psych. Um, but of what course I he was in Psych. <laughs> what I yeah, wanted to say was, I actually was starting to give the movie credit. Because I went, Virgil. That's a weird name. I went, yes. well, Virgil. Um, there's that poem. I forget what poem it is. I can't think of it now. Oh, it's in Dante's Inferno. Virgil is the hero of Dante's Inferno. Oh, like, you're Vir- right. Virgil yeah, you're Virgil. right. Oh, my God. He's, and the daughter's name. I think Virgil, too, the, the hero meets up with that guides them through hell, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. I forget exactly. But then I'm like, wait a minute. That's how that works. And then the daughter's name is. Alice. Alice. Alice, right. And then the rest of the movie well, happened. I character. said, no, no, that was just, they named it after somebody's cousin. Yeah, we so, were all like, well, his name's Elliot, so he needs to have a weird name too. Uh, Virgil, let's do it. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, yeah so we yeah. are following a trio of the most bland, oh God, underwritten college kids. And Holy under, shit. Underperforming. I forget, I forget who the lead guy is. He's okay. He wasn't yeah, bad. He's bad. No, I mean, he's doing what he can with the material, but most of his 
Right. It's, it's, his character arc is repeating the same things over and over. He was now. definitely sure. the strongest actor of the three of them. Oh yeah, well, uh, sure. the, yeah. The girl, the girl, not an actor. Oh god. You know what her claim to fame is? She's porn. Oh, no, yeah, she's, no. she's uh, Prince Harry's ex-girlfriend. Dang. Are you fucking kidding me? She fucked the prince. I am dead fucking serious. Oh, my God, that's it. That's it. That's the only... Oh, my God. Well, that explains everything. She, that's she why she's in, like, in the movie. She's in, like, one other... There, I, and there was, like, one other movie she was in that I'd never heard of before. Oh, my God, because she was awful. Oh, my God. Well, and I'm, and I'm about <laughs> 90% sure that she's English, too, because there was a weird lilt when she speaks. She did have a weird all. kind of, like, di dialect. There was something kind of weird in her yeah. voice. I couldn't put my finger on that. Must be it. Yeah, because she's, she's – every line is deader than the last line. Yes. Before. And my favorite was her fake oh, sneeze yeah. in the greenhouse. I oh, think that was fake, my favorite part. Her fake oh, coughing. Oh, her, her yeah. fake coughing is terrible. And at a certain point, when that she's, she's supposed to be sick. She looks in the mirror and she's like, oh, my God, I look terrible. I'm like, no, you look like an, a pretty girl not wearing makeup. Yeah, that's it. I'm all like, you yeah, you have to make a girl. That's it. You did nothing to make but that she, girl look bad. No, and, and she's, like, forgettable looking. Like, it's, it's like, it's like every girl you walk by on a college campus. Like, there is yeah. nothing that differentiates her from anybody else. What, what made me laugh so hard was him talking about, yeah, I love her. I love her. I'm like, why? Like, I just, well, that's all I kept thinking was, there is nothing about her that I would say, yeah, you would give her life for you. Like, why? Why? Why, why would you do this? Because he's Prince Harry's DNA. No, that must be it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Harry yeah. Came Ginger on Prince. Pit. Yeah. Oh, Ginger Prince. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just realized Ginger Prince used to be an acting mentor of mine you know, like back in the 90s. <laughs> Ginger Prince? Yeah, that was her name. Her name was Ginger Prince. I thought that was just like a Prince uh, reenactor, like no, a white she dude. Was, she was a fabulous, sassy southern redhead who back in the 40s had a short film career because some studio snapped her up to be the next Shirley Temple. Oh, God, that must have okay. been. She must have been a doll, <laughs> let me tell you. She was a doll of an older woman. She's passed on. I miss you, Ginger Prince. She was a great inspiration. Ginger oh. Prince. Notice I you're really... talking about anything but the goddamn movie. Because there's nothing to talk about. Oh, there's plenty to talk <laughs> about. You okay, I, I will say. Everything fucking wrong with it. I'm like, and then they're, they're this trio of friends. You know, it's him and, and his and his bland leading friend. the bland. And they, oh, yeah, you know, the bland leading the bland. They can't be any more dude bro. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Like, damn, I was laughing about, like, their relationship was just so, like, what is happening here? Like, they're supposed to have been, like, BFFs since, like, they, they were in utero. Yeah, but they, yeah. Don't, but they don't act, and it's not written like they're BFFs. They act like someone who mm -hmm. I just met two months ago because I just moved to college. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it totally is like, well, with. yeah. It, that's exactly. There was no chemistry between them. The impression I got was supposed to be like, like the John, the the black friend. His parents like died or something like that. No, the and the then, main guy's parents were killed parents in a crash. In. Yeah. Well, no, I think, but, but the impression I got was that um, Elliot's parents raised John. Oh, I didn't get that at all. I just thought they died. Effect. So I mean, I didn't make that yeah, connection. No, they, they had died. Yeah. Well, there was something oh. at the beginning about, I, I can't, I don't know. Maybe I Either way, it doesn't play know. into the story at all. Casey anyway. was trying really hard to make this more interesting because it was so Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Me and Virgil and Alice were trying to do the same thing, but she just found something right. else. Good for you. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's, there was no chemistry between the three of them. We were supposed yeah, to believe zero. that these three were like, 
let's move into this really creepy house that we have no idea where right. we even got the key from. I really thought they were just breaking into the house. Like, that's totally the impression I got at the beginning. And there's, like, no backstory there. No, they said And it made me laugh when they're like, well, this is where the bed goes. I'm all like, well, I totally thought they were breaking into the house to have a raging kegger. I did did. say something about the guy said we can see it today. Normally when somebody says, the landlord landlord left the key under the the mat. Yeah. I thought they were renting the house out for a party. I did not even get the impression at the beginning (laughs) that they were looking for a place to live. I was like. What? They're <laughs> moving off campus and they buy this house that's enormous for three people. That thing was, dude, at that point, how do you even the afford that? Is- I don't care if there was like five people who died in that house and there's three incomes coming in. They wouldn't be able to afford that fucking thing, and no matter eight, what. And there are eight people still buried in the walls that we know about. Yeah. We just don't, like I don't care. Basically, yeah. it, 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 was, it was like they bought the fucking house from House of Leaves. It's like, I know. Oh, here's the door that opened up in the wall, and here's this endless gray uh, hallway. This is great. It Maybe was. The ma- that bedroom. Oh my god, it was House of Leaves. You're so right. <laughs> that bedroom. You could have had like a grand royal ball in that bedroom. Yeah. That little. Girl, I know. And when that little girl leaves the party and she's exploring the house, it took her like 17 minutes to cross that goddamn bedroom. <laughs> right, and that's something else I'd like to say as. I can remember going to like weird adult parties when I was a child because I grew up in the 80s. My ass would not have gone anywhere in that house unless there was an adult fucking with me. I, and yeah, I no, I agree. Bathroom. I that would like, be me too. To run around my uncle's weird, creepy house. Hey, look, I found a gold coin. Yep, I agree. It was kind of the same shit where yeah. I, I would never have like just been like, let's go on an adventure. I'm like, nope, nope. No. This house is freaking. Can I mention something? Can I mention something? <laughs> they keep saying about the bye-bye man's gold coins. What yeah, does that have that? to do Hold with on. anything? Yes, yes, yes that, yes that. When the girl finds the gold coin, it's like really thick and it looks like it's a goddamn Roman it's, like it's, a balloon. <laughs> it's huge it's huge it's this huge shitty pop and then when you see them close up i'm like those are silver those are silver yeah those, those were silver dollars they had dollars they, they were, were yeah. but we keep talking about gold coins yeah when the coins yeah. are not silver gold. they were silver dollars essentially we're all yelling because uh, <laughs> it's an infuriating <laughs> fucking movie that's why it's <laughs> okay this is why this is why we have post-production to bring all the levels down it's fine i don't care it's, it's infuriating it's loud like, noises it's lazy it's i don't know why we're yelling <laughs> Because we're filled with passion. That's why P-A-S-S-I-O-N got me in a jam again. I don't know if I can win. P-A-S-S-I-O-N. I don't know why that just popped into my head. I don't know either, but it was beautiful. Thank I Thank you. that song existed you. until you sang it. Thank you. Oh, uh, you know my what? God. I think I, somebody, I think I won a single of it back in the 90s nice. and listened to it once and said, never need to listen to that again. Yet it's stuck in my head. <laughs> Yet there it is. And that now is it's out 15 there Walker for combinations from high school. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, can, my, my friend Tanya and I got together and we both were like trying to remember our schedule from senior year of high school. And it's like, but why? Who fucking cares? Who cares? Because just that's how the human brain works. Uh, I mean, the human I brain did write this fucking movie. So therefore, there you go. Did it? Did it? Because it kind of felt like it was written movie. by a corporation. I probably, well, there was, yeah, touche. <laughs> what, the other thing I don't even have a snappy comeback for that. I'm like, yeah. This is me, too. When they're, when, they're, when they're looking at the place and they realize that all the furniture has, for no reason, 
been moved to the basement. There's no reason for that. No, there's never point. any explanation for that shit. So they have to move it all back up and set it up. The girl, Sasha, says, all right, you two better be helping me set this place up and cook and clean because I'm not doing everything myself. That's mm-hmm. what she says. not going to be your maid. I'm not going to be your maid, yeah. Whatever. At the party. The brother Virgil is talking to Ellie and says, wow, I really love what you've done with the place. And he goes, oh, isn't it great? Sasha did it all herself. <laughs> I, just, I just now realized that. Oh, my gosh. Sons of Well, bitches. you fucker. Dude bros, sons of bitches. Having the, having the girl who was fucking the prince now making her a maid. That's a movie right there. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. I would love to watch a movie no, called Fucking the Prince. I really the prince and now I'm a maid. Yep. An autobiography. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds like a Chuck Tingle novel. It does. Yes, I got Oh my god, I would read the fuck out of that. Pounded in the butt. Pounded in the butt. Fucked the prince. <laughs> by a maid who fucked the prince. There you go. Right. Yeah. There we go. Oh my god, I'm dying. The next bestseller. <laughs> I'm dying. But I, I there was I, I also will point out because I didn't know I'm sure you noticed, Stacey, but did you notice that everyone in this movie died to death? Yes. Yeah, there was, like, no kill shots. Like, they just, like, you know, died instantly. Like, they she got for the, the beginning. Well, True. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. saw people shot well, in Because it is PG-13. It is PG-13. So, I mean, there's probably a limit. Well, the girl got hit by a train. You're not coming back from that. I will say that. You didn't see it, though. You didn't see it, though. You did hear the squishy noises, though. Oh, my God. We got to come back to that. I like They're having this party. They're ridiculous. having this welcome party that the child <laughs> Possibly as a dancer. I don't know. Dance routine is going to be doing it. I don't know what's happening at this party. Baby Orgy, we're back. And, <laughs> and Yo, here we go. The party's wound down, and Sasha's friend Kim is there, and they're the only ones left. It's the three of them and Kim, and we find out, oh, Kim is Kim's psychic. a psychic. Kim is sensitive. How convenient. I know. I did like and I did the, like girl, the conversation Elliot and Sasha had where he said, girls who are hats inside are crazy. That was a good one. Yeah, that actually made me laugh. That was pretty good. That was a pretty, that was the one good piece of dialogue in the entire fucking film. Right. Yeah. Why was everybody like hardcore trying to rock like a 70s vibe? Like, like I was trying to figure that out too. Everything felt really Kim 1970s. At the party. Yeah, Kim and Sasha at the parties were very like, uh, yeah, you're oh, right. Uh, they kind of look like yeah, they, they kind of look like um, extras in that one scene from Forrest Gump. That's all well, I can think of. And even yeah. in that note, yeah, like actually, he, Elliot leaves a note. Wrong. That top she was wearing made me think it was that like that Forrest scene Gump in Forrest Gump. Gump. Yeah, I hate that movie, but <laughs> I hate that movie too. Thank you. You're welcome. It's an appalling movie, and then she gets AIDS and she's punished. Yeah, I, I have issues with that movie. Anyway. But anyway, we're not talking about that movie either. But you know, <laughs> even in that note that Elliot left for her that she took 17 hours to read, the note that was all cut out of newspaper words, that would have taken Which him 17 hours to put together. That, that isn't creepy at all, no. That letter God. was 95 pages long. He said, you look yeah, like a 70s movie star. Note. Yeah. That was the first line of it was, you look like a 70s movie star. So I can see them leaning into that for her. But you're right. There was a '70s vibe because who knows? There probably, was a weird '70s. That's when whoever would put the money up for this went to high school. Let's make a yeah, probably. That's how high. It would have been more interesting if it was set in the '70s. <laughs> that's Everything's true, more interesting in the '70s. But I yes, think that yeah, they, they have a, they, they wind up having not so much a seance, but you know they want a demonstration of Kim's powers. You know that she. You know, she knows that Elliot's parents died. He hides keys. He's being a pain in the ass skeptic. He's being a dick. He's being a real douchebag. <laughs> and he's, she's doing this because Sasha 
has said, I don't feel right. And oh, by the way, supernatural things are happening in this house that shouldn't be happening because the bye-bye man should have no power but right now because nobody's thinking of him. Right. That's, yeah, that's the other thing. How I the mean, hell did they activate it when nobody's actually well, thinking of it? Because of the evil occasional furniture. They touched it. <laughs> <laughs> Their, their subconscious <laughs> knowledge Elliot. of Braille was able to read it through their fingers. <laughs> the road Elliot the makes a really good point where when he's talking to Faye Dunaway and, and she's like, well, it was something about how my husband would never say the name. And he goes, your husband carved it into my bedside table. Like, I thought that was a pretty good, like. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Who's writing inside of a bedside table anyway? Furniture. I would like to point out, just going fast forward to the next flashback with the crazy husband writing, don't say it, don't think it, all over the whole... How the hell did he get on the ceiling? There was no ladder. How the hell was he writing in his... How was he writing in that perfect spiral? Yeah, well, he did the perfect spiral inside of that nightstand drawer, too. So I'm like, are you turning the nightstand as you're writing? That's a lot of work. That's a whole lot of work. Left to right, left to right. And then you write it, and then you wrote the word in there anyway. He should have wrote it all over his face, too, because that would have been the best if he turned around and it was all over his face, too. <laughs> and I would like to say that, so apparently after um, that woman's horrible tragedy, she moves to a giant gothic house and becomes Miss Havisham. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah, what was going much on there. Basically. Sure, but whatever, whatever happens, the, 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 the girl's saying, like, there's something here, there's something here. Their spirits are telling me something. Don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it, which was written inside of the, the desk on a sheet of paper right. that was stapled over the words bye-bye man and he yells out the bye-bye man and then shit happens now they all are yeah right. and the lights go out <laughs> which is exactly what happened the lights go out and, and it's like, God, oh my god and you're... <laughs> had the potential to be an okay character but again they gave her nothing to do like she, she kind of was right? like nev campbell light is it me? Yeah. Or did she look like Nev Campbell's like young So she hooks up with the... She actually looks and sounds just like one of my cousins. Okay. Are you she sure does. it's not one of your cousins? <laughs> yeah, she, I'm pretty sure. After all this, she hooks up with the, the Kim, the psychic sensitive, hooks up with John, the other John, roommate, yeah. and spends the night. He drives her home and she's like, you want to come upstairs because you couldn't get a boner because of the bye-bye man, apparently. I guess. Yeah. I they never explained his erectile dysfunction. For a second there, well, I thought it was because oh, I'm in love with his girlfriend because they were setting up a weird ass like love that triangle that never right. happened. No, because there was no chemistry one. between them. Yeah. But like, you know, the other thing too is it's like if, if you just if you've done this sensitive psychic reading and then you're in a place that has upset you so badly that you then have a crying fit on the floor, you don't stay the night and fuck the roommate. Yeah. You go home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you go home. You've There's done, you've done enough. Go home. Time for you to go home. You overstayed <laughs> your welcome. Get the fuck out. But you know, she's like, "Hey, you want to come up?" And he looks at her, and she's got two worms in her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two maggots or, or something. Two maggots in her hair. I'm like, could you spare them? I laughed. I was all, "That's it. We get the two maggots. That's really? it." Really? Well, and it's like, wow. But again, that goes nowhere. Like, what the hell was the point of that? Well, I get yeah. hallucinations, whatever. They're all hallucinating shit. But what, yeah. It was one of those horror it films. It was the like, bye-bye man killing his boner again. He's like, oh, you might get a boner. I guess. Time, so I'm I guess. I'm going to you I, again. Stacey and I have discussed this on other films before. Of larval states. <laughs> 
seems we have discussed this on other films before where it's like there's a specific set of rules that certain monsters really should follow in movies like this. And there was no fucking set of rules. And no. that drove me fucking I crazy. It was that. like not only is there no backstory, he has indeterminate powers. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. wh what's the point? And it just seemed like, well, this is, you know why we did this? Because it's creepy. Well, why the fuck is it creepy? Well, you can't right. just and, do something right. to be and, creepy for creepy's sake. And, or and creepy kitchen's sake. Why. There you go. Like, why does he care? Or creepy carrots. Like, why does he <laughs> yeah, Creepy carrots. Creepy why carrots. Why does the man give a fuck if anybody thinks yeah. that? Why, why does he care? Why does he show up? What is the point? I like, mean, And it doesn't make any logical sense. has more like, of a backstory. If you it, get your power... For people thinking about you and being afraid of you, why are you killing them? Right. Wouldn't you exactly? Why don't you just keep them alive? The right, like Freddy Krueger. Like yeah, like even in the 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 new nightmares, like Freddy doesn't kill everybody. He kills just enough to make other people afraid. Exactly. Right. So it it had absolutely no logic to me. Like it, there was no rules, and that no. pissed me the fuck off. I was all like, "What is the point of you?" And I get like having a mysterious monster with no backstory can sometimes be creepy. But even like some of the classic monsters in films we've seen in the past, at least they have some slight backstory just enough to make you go, oh, I get it. Yeah, but you was have, like, nothing. What the fuck with the train? What the fuck with the coins? Yeah. Like until you said anything about that urban legend, I would have been like, what? Why? What is even the, the point? Even the coins sure. don't figure into that legend. Why did the train uh -uh. hit all those butts? What is happening? It's like, I was like very upset. Oh, <laughs> so we had something to put on the unrated DVD. There, that must have yeah, been it. Basically. Uh -huh. Oh, look, exactly what it is. This is why, like I said earlier, the guy who played Elliot, he works a lot and he's done respectable work and he yeah. does what he can in this. this he is actually looks familiar to me. And this is not against the actor. This is against the character. I hated Elliot and Cindy already knows this. Oh, yeah. Because he kept wearing a series <laughs> of 1980s punk band t-shirts that you know he's not listening to one of them. I mean, name oh, me course. one damn dead Kennedy song. Name <laughs> me one Killing Joy song. Okay. Give me a fucking okay. break. There, there's, there's a song you need to look up by, I believe it's World War Three is the name of it, and it's called Take Off the T-Shirt. Thank you. And the whole song is <laughs> Take Off the T-Shirt if you don't know the, a, a song by the band. Uh, who plays it? And it's it's this guy who basically he's talking about like all of his band T-shirts were hard earned, like standing in line at two yeah. in the morning to get tickets to go see this, and mm -hmm. and then he intersperses it with, look at my new T-shirt. It says Molly Hatchet. <laughs> great, uh, She's the greatest. I love girl bands. <laughs> There's a great lyric in there where it says, uh, what is it? It's uh, you mistook Trent Prisoner or you mistook. Danzig or Glenn Danzig for Trent Reznor once you dip shit. Like it's, you gotta look at the song because I think it'll it'll vindicate like exactly what you're feeling right I now. Oh yeah, I I will agree with that. I was all like that motherfucker. And then he's in the car. By then I was just laughing at the damn movie when he's in the car singing. Um, bye bye love. Oh God. Yeah, the bye bye yeah. love cover. And he's like, it got to the point where it was almost like parody. Where I was it like, was. are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, why are you singing that song? If you're trying not to think of the Bye Bye Man, why are you listening to Why are you singing that? a song with the word Bye Bye in it, you dumbass? Unless, what I thought would have been great if like, the radio, no matter what he put on, kept playing songs with Bye Bye in it. Like, you know, Bye Bye Love. And, uh, I would have loved it if it turned on and it was the Backstreet Boys. Or the Backstreet Boys. Bye, bye, bye. Any of that shit. Oh, Any that of that shit. 
Exactly. That would have been, been great. And it'll kind of creepy in its own right. But of course, it would have cost a fortune. And this movie didn't want to spend any money. I think the other thing that right. made me mad about this movie is it was unnecessarily bleak. Like, there was no reason for it to be as bleak sure. as it was. It was there bleak was like, about people we don't care about. Yeah, and it was just unnecessarily bleak. There was no humor in it whatsoever. There was like, a, and different. it was like, uh, uh, well, an intentional humor, I should say. <laughs> the guy who owned the greenhouse was named Mr. Daisy. That made me really happy. Yeah. Okay, that was, well, that was more like, in his two-minute scene. the husband or the long-term boyfriend of the director. And no, that guy, that guy, that guy works a lot. Great character actor. You were look up his IMDb. Great stuff. But yeah, but he is the the partner of the woman who directed this. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. All right, I didn't know. That's even better. I love that. That was great. But his name is Mr. Daisy, and we know that because Sasha, in a two minute scene, said his name eight times. (laughs) You're right. Oh my God, you're right. Uh, And and then and then she. Yes, the keychain with the Daisy. Yeah. Yes. And she's fake sneezed on him. You can't forget that. I did. I I literally kept blacking out during this movie. I'm like, I can't focus (laughs) on this anymore. The funny funny thing about this is that, like, I'm asthmatic, right? And so I tend to get, I can get sympathy asthma attacks. So, like, I saw the movie Signs in the theater, and I inadvertently ruined the climax when they, you know, you're not sure if the kid's alive or dead at the end of it. Uh And because I had to use my inhaler, basically, so I thought (laughs) I ruined the ending for everybody. I had to do that once during a climax, but it was different. That's why, well, That's it was. Um, but you that'll happen. To wait until Do it through your nose. Before I have to use my uh, inhaler. But not once, not a tickle in my, in my chest. Her, her coughing was so bad that it did God, not, that cough. not sympathetic, not even a sympathetic cough. Like it no. was, it's it was just, the worst fake <coughs> coughing ever. Uh-huh. It was, it was that, awful. The thing that bugs me too is that they, <coughs> they introduced something. And actually the character of Sasha is the one who introduced And they said, this was an interesting idea to run with or at least make it better he was just like oh she was complaining about like whatever she's like i'm sick and he's coming and i see him everywhere and he's like no 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 it's nothing it's all in your head and she goes it's not real and she goes ideas are real and she had a whole thing about that and then it was kind of backed up in the the college lecture that they were at i said that's an interesting idea but it never went anywhere yeah if but if he could make if if they hinted at it like because Apparently, Elliot had some latent jealousy about those two, about the other yeah. two, and so which was hilarious because those uh, nobody had chemistry. So I didn't even. Yeah, I, I really got the impression that Sasha and John fucking hated each other. Yeah, that's what I got the impression of. <laughs> they probably did, but I said, okay, that would make sense that if the if if he can make your ideas real, that's cool. But they didn't mm-hmm. go with that at all, or no. whatever. But or or specify it or anything. It was just random hallucinations, like random family in a car accident. Yeah, that that made me laugh. Oh my too. god, yeah, that so weird. Whole scene. Okay, he goes to get Cam. That was goes so to get I forget why. That was so ridiculous. And we don't we don't know at this point. That she's murdered. He doesn't know that she's murdered her roommate because she accidentally told her. Uh, to buy my man and she's got a bloody hammer in her purse and he's driving her back to the house to see if she can do something else to get rid of him because there must be something right there must be something and they're driving past the train tracks and she sees a car that's had a horrible accident a family that's all bloody and she's like oh my god stop we have to help them we have to help them and she gets out of the car and starts running to them i'm 
Because that's such a good character trait for her, because we know so much about her that she would go and help some random random family in a car accident. No, the first thing you do is you open your phone and call 911, because they can help those people better than you ever can. Uh, yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is she knows, like, like, of the characters who are currently being haunted by this, she's the one who's got the most insight into it, so... Why doesn't she listen when he says there's nothing there? She just told him he gets in your head and makes you see things that aren't there. Right. Yeah. And it's like not see things that are there. She literally just told him she that. She suddenly just like forgot everything she just said. Like Here, everything. Hold on. Hold on. Hold my beer. I got to hold my hammer. I got to demonstrate this. It literally was. I have to get out of this movie as fast as I can. Oh, if wait. You didn't, if you didn't <laughs> understand the words coming out of my mouth, here's a visual representation. And she runs it's, in yeah. front of a train. It's like, yeah, that was probably, that, it, I saw it coming like in two seconds. I was all like, oh, one, sure. like it, it was like rando, like in the middle of some big long explanation. All of a sudden, hell, oh, look, a family needs help. It's like, what in the hell is happening? Right, and you don't think it's weird that the dude in the car with you doesn't seem to notice it. I won't even get started on the pine saw lady that got hit by a car too. But, is that uh, who that was? Who that was. Yes, the power pine saw lady. You know what? <laughs> I knew I recognized her. Yep. I loved her. I loved her. She was like, like when he's. She was the only charismatic character in the entire damn movie. Yeah, right. When, she, when he was investigating the Bye Bye Man in the library, and she was like extremely interested in everything. <laughs> like ridiculously interested. Well, but at least somebody was interested in something. In this yeah, true. I just Besides themselves. He's scribbling out the name and, and she goes, boy, what the hell is wrong with you? And then she got out, her, <laughs> she got out the pine saw and she rubbed it on the paper. Yeah, and then right. she was all, I have to put pine saw all over this. <laughs> Took the pen right off. So now we get Carrie Ann Moore showing up. She's the police. Uh, she's the cop who's investigating the yeah. accident. She comes out of literally left field. Like I was like, right. and Carrie Ann Moss is in this. And I actually she's really like Carrie Ann Moss here. as an actress. I don't, I like her too. And again, uh, hooray for your paycheck. Yeah, that was clearly a, you I try. really need to get paid role right there. You tried because your dialogue and your character arc made no sense because no, not she knows. Like we, we, we see the train accident happen and then we see the three kids standing there and all the fire department is there and the ambulances are there and the police are there. And they're just talking bullshit about more, you know, don't see it, don't say it, didn't tell anybody, didn't blah, blah, blah. The same I, I literally was like, shut up. Thank you. And she comes over and she's asking them, what's the problem? You know, they were fighting or whatever and she had to break it up and that's fine. And then she gets Ellie and she's like, well, you know, the train conductor says that she saw, saw you running, chasing her with a hammer. Why isn't he in custody already? Right. Why hasn't yep. he been treated for shock? Why isn't anybody interviewing him? Because he's a witness. Nobody has been talking to this guy. And like, this guy should have been arrested 20 minutes ago. Yep. This movie has flaws. The scene, yeah. And then, she's got an almost decent scene with him in the. Please. Yeah, that when he's talking about the would you tell would you tell your Yeah, kids? that actually wasn't a bad acted scene. That was actually a pretty intense moment because we had two people that were competent enough in their acting skills that they could actually take this piece of shit and turn it into something. Yeah, even though the dialogue For was terrible. Like you guys are actually Oh the dialogue was awful. Yeah. Can we just talk about Faye Dunaway? Um, oh, yes, Lord. let's, because she had a giant upper lip. <laughs> well, you should have a giant well, upper lip now, and I'm like, we get it. We, we get it. <laughs> he, gets, he gets her name. She's, she's the widow of 
the guy who went crazy with the shotgun at the beginning, Redman. And yeah, we know this because apparently Sasha got the name from Mr. Daisy because Elliot finds a Daisy post-it note. <laughs> Please tell me you read what it said oh, on that post-it note. I was I the only one who noticed that it was the widow Redman? <laughs> Wh- the widow Redman. Yeah. And we have to, if yeah. we didn't get that she's the widow, she opens was the door. Was this the 1800s? Fucking, what the fuck? Like she's fucking Miss Havisham. She's got a fucking yes. uh, uh, she cameo. Was. She got a cameo brooch on and everything. I'm like, what the Who fuck is going on? Her hair, her hair up in a repressed bun. I know, and she had the cameo brooch, and she was practically, they might as well just cover her in fucking cobwebs. <laughs> they have, I, now, I'm, I may be projecting this. Which is like a slice of my very old wedding cake. Yeah, sorry, please continue. <laughs> Go ahead. Does she also have, have fingerless gloves on, or did I just project that? I didn't notice uh, that. I didn't notice, but now what? I want to, okay. now I'm going to just say she did, because that is magnificent. Yeah. But she did, <laughs> she did have a pistol in the pocket of her bathrobe right there. Well, thank right. God. Like, like, and does she do. have working electricity? Because she's standing on the goddamn steps with a flashlight. I don't know what's going on there. It was all what weird. What is happening? I don't know what the fuck was happening there. And uh, for a while, I didn't realize that those were like window slats behind her. I'm like, is the room falling apart? Is That's that- what I thought too. That's I was I like, I was, like, I was, I totally like, was like, why, why is the house falling apart? Why is he allowed to live here? This is clearly not safe. No, and clearly this, is, this this building is condemned. Please, and this is someone not the same house woman. you were in before either, because this is two stories. <laughs> it was literally like she was living in Grey Gardens. What is happening? Right. <laughs> mother wanted me to come. Mother wanted me to come out in a kimono. Yeah, that's all I was thinking. <laughs> She's going to start singing T for two in just no, a second. How did you get Faye Dunaway out of retirement to do this movie? Oh my yeah. god. Just of all, clearly Faye Dunaway needed the paycheck too. What fucking mafia <laughs> yes. tax money laundering write off was this? <laughs> I don't know, but I hope she uh she I hope she earned it. that paycheck. I hope that she spent it well. But like she, I hope she, she spent it on hookers and blow. She wins That's the title though. She wins the title though because she is this movie's creepy old exposition lady. Right. Yes. Normally it's a creepy old exposition dude. Like literally, when she okay, walked in, she comes in, she drops plots. She comes in, drops plots, leaves. <laughs> when she like opened the door and she's standing there, I literally the words just came out of my mouth. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" This was the only thing that came out of my mouth. I was like, "Are you shitting me, Faye Dunaway?" I was like, "That can't be Faye Dunaway. That must just be some weird long-lipped older woman who looks like Faye." No, it's fucking Faye Dunaway. No, nope, it's fucking Faye Dunaway. <laughs> When, when, when he said something disparaging about her husband, she was like, why can't you give him the respect that you give <laughs> to any stranger? Don't fuck with me, fellas! <laughs> Suddenly the hair hangers come out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Barbara, into, please! Barbara, please! <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the pie-pie man. <laughs> Oh my god, this movie's terrible. And the thing is, Elliot (laughs) tries to fix the situation. Well, that was futile in like the most futile way possible. I was like, why even bring this up? (laughs) By taking well, because it needed to be there at the end. He takes control of the situation by not destroying the nightstand with the name of the body. Yes! 
Why didn't you do it? Yeah. He tasted 20 feet from that. He tasted 20 feet from the house and is like, eh, into like the shower. He like throws it like a fucking infant having a tantrum. Just, yeah. It's like he put it outside so it could think about what it had done. And when it was ready to behave. It's exactly what he did. Uh Uh-huh. It was so ridiculous. Nobody's going to find that, open it up and find it, and then wind up right. getting way to end. Doodly, no! <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. This movie is terrible. I don't even know what happened <laughs> in the last reel because I had completely zoned out. I'm just like, just kill. Uh, and, you know, how yeah, the bombs fall, really everyone dies. Happen. Don't care. I don't. Nothing really does happen. And then Nothing happens the in this movie. The, there's the whole bit that's introduced when he's talking to Faye Dunaway's character where he can take the fear back it has no power but then no, he never does it again well he does yeah, he nothing does nothing again. comes of that solution at all like except for that one where he's driving and he almost hits the image of what's his face oh, john. John. Yeah. john and then stupidly and goes the, hi it works and then looks over it. his shoulder while going 70 miles per hour down the road and runs <laughs> and over the pine saw lady and runs over the pine saw lady <laughs> it's like really really <laughs> There are no fucking words. No fucking words yeah, at all. And there was the bit at the, at the very end when uh, Trinity is talking to the, the cops and he's like, so he killed the librarian and then went and mutilated her children. It's like, are his fingerprints on anything in that house? No. Then he probably isn't the one who killed those fucking kids. No, is he? No. Mm. Yeah, no. it's like, like an yeah. idiot. it's some really bad police work happening. <laughs> That's really, really bad police work. No, it's just, and, it's, and it almost gets passed on to the little girl. I don't know, because the whole right. thing now is happening. Oh, oh, I got issues with the ending, and I'll get into it after you speak. But, <laughs> so. but it's dead end. Like, I'm like, and here we go, and we're setting it up for the sequel. The girl's going to, because she found right. a coin. It was in, she's like, oh, because the bad things happen, which I'm not even going to go into because they're so complicated and boring. I can't, but everybody's dead. And, <laughs> and, <gasps> The girl, the girl has disappeared. You know, the father's pounding on the door trying to get them to open the door, and she comes back with the coin. Well, She's like, where did you find these coins? Well, first, She's like, they were in the nightstand that were outside, and there was something written in it. And his father says, well, what was written in it? And she goes, well, Daddy, you know I can't read in the dark. Yeah. So and then... The and that's when, like, the Cheryl Crow music comes on, and they drive off. It's like, what is happening? I thought they were going to go with, I can't read. I'm like, that kid's nine. If they're going to go with, I can't read, yeah, nine, we've got other problems. I give okay. that. So first off, the, so the brother, Virgil, the one person that we actually give a shit about in this whole film, shows up right. to want to help his brother while his brother is, I don't know, being an idiot inside. So Well, he's he, his brother has killed the other two by mistake. Yeah, <laughs> by mistake. His busy and, murdering his girlfriend. Yeah, murdering everyone and uh, criticizing Doug, Doug Jones on his acting choices. And they, Oh, excuse me. They were not Doug Jones's acting choices. Touche. They were the director's acting choices. Yes, uh-huh. I will say they that. So the CGI programmers uh, directed yes. their acting choices. So they went, so he's banging on the door. Uh, Elliot's doing some like, you know, acting completely erratic. And that don't tell me that that nine-year-old girl's going to be as composed as she is. She's all, but I gotta pee. Sure. Yeah, that's exactly all she's gonna be thinking while her beloved Uncle Elliot is having a terrifying nervous breakdown on the other side right. of that fucking store. Cindy, and Cindy. dad is clearly shooken up about it. And she's like, but I gotta pee. I was clearly, like, I'm gonna fucking clearly neither one of you have met my bladder. Well, yes, <laughs> I have Mr. not, Brad and I'm kind of glad I have not. Because so. when I got to go, I, got, I get no warning. 
I got like a so, thirty second warning, and that's it. And that's been that way. And it's just like I got. It's now. It's got. It's got to be now. It got to be now. It got. It would have be. been ten times more believable if she was like, "But I gotta pee." Oh, I peed. Well, I did like the brother was like to go outside, go find somewhere to pee. Like I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> she peed like, in the. That truck. was funny. Hey, you pee outside. She peed in the truck. Yeah. Yes. It was probably warm. Yeah, well, she went back to the truck because it was cold. cold. I'm like, so she totally peed in that truck. That's what I think. Yeah. Oh, she totally peed in the truck. And then it was warm, even funnier, like, warm. so Virgil, like, more or less witnesses <laughs> her freaking brother's death, like, the, the, the brother killing himself. Uh-huh. And he seems, and, and he literally was maybe yeah. upset about it for literally five minutes. Because, was like it. Well, I mean, I mean, the girl was missing, and technically, I would say your missing daughter trumps dead brother. Because yeah, but what about sure. on the drive yeah, home? The that I understood. I'm okay, talking I about on the say, drive I home. Say, I mean, <laughs> that's okay because it's how many hours later? I still don't care. He seemed way too fucking calm about it. Like, okay, honey, no, let's just I go home and have have some snacks. It's like, what? No. You want, you want to stop so these on the way home and get one of those rolls? <laughs> who, who started the fire? That's what I want to know. I, that was my other question! I don't know, but it was always burning since the world's been turned. <laughs> True. We I was waiting know. for that. I was waiting it, for that. Been trying to I don't know. I figured something uh, had happened upstairs and I had just blanked out because I could I don't. Nothing happened upstairs. Right. The, the house just spontaneously combusted. She goes, the little girl goes, Alice goes, oh no, Uncle Elliot's house. And her, the dad goes, it's okay, baby. The fire can't hurt him anymore. It's like, you sure you don't want to go in and check? You're just gonna let that happen too. Okay. That's true. Like, <laughs> don't show yourself blood splat, but he could still be alive. In mm -hmm. theory, you can shoot yourself in the head and still be alive. I thought it was thoughtful sure. that he didn't put no, the gun you in totally his mouth. can. I thought it was not thoughtful that he didn't put the gun in his mouth and accidentally shoot the little girl through the door, because that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the, the ultimate ending right movie. there. One thing I will give this movie credit for when they do the, the second flashback, so you're back on Larry. Uh huh. And he puts the gun in his mouth and pulls the trigger and it doesn't go and he takes it out and he has to cock it. I'm just like, that's yeah. that actually was pretty, but all the flashback scenes were really good, I thought. Yeah, except yeah. that he was really chilly, chill about swallowing that gallon of drink. That, yes, yeah. that was like, he was guzzling that like it was a like really just a jug of milk. Any reaction, <laughs> that shit burns on contact. Yeah. Well, right. He was and very blase like, about like, that. I mean, I mean that I is a valid thinking, form like, of suicide. Reality, I think it would have eaten, I think it would have eaten through his throat, honestly, almost immediately after he started swallowing it. It totally would have. I think it would have, the thing is, is you can totally tell they had a budget. Can I tell you something? Oh, totally. Can I tell you something? I don't know how long. It was maybe two thirds through the movie before I figured out there was a dog at all. Oh, the hound thing. Yeah, because when you f you kind of get hints of it early on, like they find scrapes on the side of the the the, the stairs right. or whatever the outside stairs, and the, the other he's like, "What could have done this?" The guy's like, "Well, probably that guy did it at the party." I'm like, "With what? What was he doing?" But anyway. <laughs> But you kind of see, like, you see the dog peeking at them through one of those little doors when they're sleeping, but you just see eyes. Yeah. Bye-bye, man. And you see weird shapes every now and then. I'm going, I don't know what that was. And when they talk about it, they keep talking about it. And that thing, I keep seeing that thing. And I'm thinking they're talking about the bye-bye, man. So when the dog showed right. up, I'm like, who's this now? No, I didn't get the dog. Like, the dog made no sense well, to me and, whatsoever. And why all the tiny doors? Like... 
What yeah, what's up with the tiny doors? Uh, I had a friend with an old house that had tiny doors like that for storage. Well, that I get, oh, I mean, but yeah, why feature fair. them? <laughs> right? Why, like, I? I why, when you have like, a little girl I wandering, had... in, when you have a little girl named Alice wandering in a old house, when a, a tiny door opens to her, it doesn't take her someplace really bad. That's fair. Yeah, I, I was a I little disappointed. Houses that had cubbies like that, but the way that they featured them in the movie made it seem like like the house was built for that or something like that yeah it, exactly it, they, they felt like they were tunnels the rather than storage like yeah. it was weird tunnels like that this ran around. was the bio man's house or some shit like that yeah there there needed to like it, it made no sense been. to me it about was that. old enough it was old enough it could have it would have made more sense if they said something well if you want a movie True. that makes sense then you just go to a movie that makes sense well, can't I can't fight that logic. You so. don't go you don't go to the movie that was immediately dubbed the pee pee poo poo man in me. Yes, I forgot about the pee pee poo poo man. That kinda killed me. Because that really sums this movie up. And the only thing they needed to add to the tagline was don't think it, don't say it, don't watch it. Don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> if we have in any way, which I can't imagine that we have, made this movie sound at all fun. You it's not even correct. so bad it's good it's like no. not even one of those movies no, like at I, least I, sleepwalkers you can like sit down and watch sleepwalkers with a glass of wine and laugh why are you always oh. gonna pick on my movie because it sucks it does not <laughs> I've seen it. it's not a legit good film okay this is why i pick on you and your fucking latte okay whatever i'm just saying <laughs> girl you, you talk about my latte i'll talk about sleepwalkers this was the deal <laughs> No, okay, I mean, my beautiful. Fair, I, 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 I gotta talk to the audience for a second. I gotta talk to the audience for one second. So listen, okay. my beautiful, beautiful screamers, I know how you are. I know that I am incredibly entertaining, and the people that I bring on the show are incredibly entertaining. And what I get it's messages true, from you when you're like, I know you said the movie was bad, but you made it sound so funny. I had to see it from myself. I don't want to hear any of this bullshit about the Bye Bye Man, okay? <laughs> if any of you come crying to me that you watched the Bye Bye Man because you maybe thought we th made it sound fun, suck it, all right? <laughs> it's on you. It is on you. I am going full, full. Oh, gosh. I just forgot my Catholicism. <laughs> I'm going full. Right, man, I'm it's I not Judas nothing. Iscariot. It's not Judas Iscariot. Washing my hands. No. I washed oh, my hands. Oh, uh, Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate. I'm going. <laughs> I am going full Pontius Pilate and washing my hands of any residual Baba man magma. Is it sad that the only reason I knew that is because I saw Jesus Christ Superstar many times? <laughs> No, where, no. and I'm Catholic. That's hey, funny. Whatever your source of knowledge, it trumped mine because mine fell. I was, I'm like, it's not Judas Scary. It's not that. That can't be right. That we're other doing. guy, the guy with the hat. I remember doing a production of Godspell. We're reading the script, and the guy playing right. Judas pronounced it when we were reading through. He's like, and then Judas is a carrot. Went to the <laughs> Judas is a carrot. And I said, so I turned to him that and I looked at him and I said, I said, that's not that's right because Judas is a creepy carrot. I was going to say, but is he a creepy carrot? And no, well, well, he's the creepiest carrot yeah. of all, apparently. I don't know. Whatever. You know what, ladies? I think that is going to wrap this. Uh, I don't think we have anything else to say about this film. Yeah, man, without it. getting into a fist fight of some kind. <laughs> Where <laughs> can people find Creepy Kitsch if they want to find you? Which uh, you can find us. 
on um, our website, creepykitch.blogspot.com. The only problem right now is we got hacked, so we're missing a lot of our back episodes that I'm desperately yeah. trying to find again. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, but we do have some episodes there, so definitely go check them out. It's just going to be hit or miss for a little while. <laughs> well, you have my episode up, and that's all that matters. Yes, your episode is up. So, <laughs> that's and that's the best. Best episode is best. It matters. And so, stay true, Cindy. Thank you very much for coming back to the show. It's been a pleasure having you, as always. And thank you even more for being part of the Halloween Marathon and helping out the kids at New Alternatives. We're happy to help. Happy to be Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Thanks uh -huh. for having me. As, as somebody starts their trash compactor in the background. That was me. That was me. I know Sorry. it was you. The green box of shame. I'm right. making a latte right now, okay? That's what's happening. Oh, God. Ladies, one last thing before. <laughs> this is very serious. Yes. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Patrick. Happy Halloween. <laughs> that was scary. So that, my beautiful, beautiful streamers, is going to wrap up another episode of the Countdown to Halloween Potathon supporting new alternatives. If you haven't already, please, please, please go to fundraise.newalternativesnyc.org slash SQ and donate your $21 minimum donation. Okay? And please share what I'm doing here. Share the episodes and let people know that it's not just for fun, that we are trying to do something good. Because my best publicity is you. If all of you do a lot of sharing, and you know, just if nothing else, share the schedule that's on the webpage and say, oh, yeah, this is all for this thing. And, you know, we're helping homeless LGBT kids get their lives back on track. Oh, yeah, yeah. He takes donations from anybody. My best publicity is you. Please help me sell this. I'm only one person. There's only so much that I can do. But I know in your hands that we are going to be rocking right past that goal of $2,500. We're going to be way past this year. I can feel it. I feel it in my bones. But I can't do it without you. Okay? So please don't leave me stranded. Not up here at Camp Crystal Lake because it's dark now and it's scary. But I'll be back tomorrow. And I'm going to be here with Vanessa McHenry from the VD Podcast. And we are going to be talking about The Witch. I'm just hoping I get back in time to put a show out. And there's not traffic on the way back from Camp Crystal Lake, but, you know, whatever. It'll happen. It'll happen. I actually have audio equipment editing stuff on my phone now, so in case there's traffic, I can do it from there because I am not missing a day. No siree, Bob. If I have to cancel my evening plans, which I have, I will do so because, you know, like I said before, Make it hurt when it comes to donations. Just a little bit. Just know that me getting this out to you 
day after day after day after day after day is agony. And I don't want you to feel bad for me. I chose to do this. Because I think it's for a greater good. You know what? I don't know where I'm going with that. I didn't like where it went. So I am now officially exhausted for the day. Putting out two episodes in one day is painful at the best of times. And while this isn't the worst of times, oof. Oof. I'm on a steam train rolling right that way. So I'm going to bid you all good night. And remember, of course, until tomorrow, my beautiful, beautiful screamers continue to help me make the world a less creepy place this Halloween. And get in your stories about your Halloween. Maybe not this Halloween. Maybe older Halloweens. Whatever. Get me your costume photos. I want to see them. I want to live vicariously through you. Don't deny me that. And don't forget the Scream Queen's golden rule either. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it through the final reel, baby. You know, when you say it, when you're at Camp Crystal Lake for real, it's not as inspiring and kind of... What was that? Must have been the wind. Yeah, it's not inspiring. It's really creepy. Good night, guys and gals. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs>